Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Astros Baseball. It is July the 3rd, and for me, it is the first day of a three-day weekend celebrating the 4th of July holiday. Things are going to be different. There's no baseball. But let me tell you this. Let me slide this in there for you. If you're looking for something to do, Disney Plus is showing Hamilton. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I like Broadway shows. So check it out. You want to see what all the buzz is about? Check out Hamilton. It's something you can do as a family. Fourth of July weekend is a family event. You have fireworks, cookouts, so check it out. So before we get started, I want to read a review that was left by a listener on Apple Podcast. And as you all know, I really appreciate it when you do this. It means a lot to me personally, and it means a lot to the success of the podcast. So J underscore KY, if you're listening, thank you very much for doing this. Uh, They said, really enjoy this podcast. It's a conversation with a passionate fan, and it's a podcast I've really come to look forward to. So thank you very much for that. And if anyone else listening, if you haven't had a chance to do so, I would really appreciate it. So sometime today, Major League Baseball will announce the number of players that test positive for COVID-19. They also said that they will not announce who tested positive, what player tested positive. That will be left up to the player to do that. They will only announce the number. And so here's one thing I got to say. If the player is the one that has to say it or not, and he doesn't, let's say the player doesn't want it to go public, right? Well, if you test positive, you have to be quarantined. So if you just magically disappear for 14 days, we're going to know it's you. We're going to know why you're gone. So I don't really think most of the players will keep it a secret. That's just my opinion. And so when they said they were going to do testing today, the story had mentioned that the number could get into the triple digits. It was kind of like the high 90s into the triple digits. 
And so when I read that, I was like, oh my God, that is, that's horrible. And then I thought about it a little bit. I was thinking, okay, if, if that means 100, then you got to divide that by 30 because there's 30 teams and that's just a little more than three per team. So I think if you get into 300 where it's 10 players on each team, I think we may have a problem. And it may get to that someday. Who knows? So I don't know if you heard this breaking news. Alex Bregman hired Scott Boris as his agent. When I first read that, my first reaction was, oh no, not that guy. But you look into it a little bit, and Alex Bregman is under team control until he is 30 years old and he won't be a free agent until after the 2024 season. So we have him this year and four more seasons. And so really the only thing that I can see that we could have any trouble from Scott Boris is if Alex Bregman wants to renegotiate his contract or get some kind of extension. Maybe he'll set him out. But Alex Bregman already has a big contract, so I don't think that's going to happen. So another story, I guess this was actually, it was either a story or someone tweeted it, but they were talking about the team that wins the World Series this year the 60-game season, that whoever wins, the championship will be tarnished. And then, of course, somebody commented that it won't be as tarnished as the Astros' 2017 championship. So, of course, anytime... So what I think it was is this story was posted, and then this was a comment. So they posted the story, and of course, when there's anything like that, somebody, without a, without fail, is going to say something negative about the Astros' 2017 cheating scandal. It's always going to get brought up. So what I want to what what I did, it made me think. So what I did is I did a poll on Twitter. And this was the question that I asked. If the Astros were to win the World Series this year, and I think the word they use is tarnished. The championship will be tarnished. I don't know if I said that. I might, it feels like I said tainted, but I meant tarnished. So I said, what, what championship? If we won the 2020 World Series, would you be prouder of the championship this season or the one we won in 2017 and I thought about it personally and I was thinking okay if you we win this year yes it's a 60 game season but we didn't cheat and so I wasn't expecting the results that I got on Twitter 83 percent of the people that answered the poll said they would be more proud of the 2017 World Series title. And 
I guess I can understand some part of how people would think that way. You have Katrina. It was a full season. They throw in that, you know, we beat the Red Sox, we beat the Yankees, we beat the Dodgers. I mean, it was awesome. It was very awesome. But we cheated. So I don't know how you can be more proud of that than winning a shortened season. But everybody, like I said, you have your own opinion. And I asked Corbett earlier today, and he said he would be equally proud of both. So I don't know. How do you feel about that? You're listening right now. If the Astros won the World Series this year, would you be more proud of this title than the one they won in 2017? Think about it. What would you say? So the Milwaukee Brewers, this is a fun story. The Milwaukee Brewers sold cardboard cutouts of fans to sit in the last row with Bob Euchre. Now, if you're not familiar with who Bob Euchre is, he, well, first of all, he's been the radio broadcaster for the Brewers for like 30 years or maybe even longer. He was the commentator on Major League, just a bit outside. It's that guy. But he got really famous, and he's actually a former Major League player, but he got really famous doing the Miller Lite commercials. And the one where he got this last row in the stadium or the top row is a commercial where he's sitting in his seat, The usher comes up to him and tells him he's in the wrong seat. So he's like, oh, I must be in the front row. And so the next time you see him, he's in the very top row. And I today and a lot of people that I grew up with, they still refer to the top row of the stadium as the Euchre seats. And so Milwaukee has a statue of him in the top row, I don't know what section it is, but it's in the top row, and that's where they put these cardboard cutouts. So I think Oakland won up them. This is what the Oakland A's did. They charged fans $89, and I want you to think about this, they charged fans $89 for cardboard cutouts of themselves to be in the stands for the whole season. Is this something you would do? I think it's cool. I think it's something the Astros should do. And so they also have this. They have a $40 upgrade to the foul ball zone. And if a ball hits your cutout, they will mail you the ball. I'm not sure how they know which cutout it hit, I don't know if it'll leave a mark. I don't know if it'll knock it over. But that is really cool. I don't really see the reason to have upgrade in the foul ball zone. I mean, if you have a foul ball zone, couldn't you put cardboard cutouts in the in the outfield? The Astros could do this and put cardboard cutouts in the uh, Crawford boxes. The guy hits a home run. It knocks your $89 cardboard cutout over. They mail you the ball. I think it's awesome. I think it's cool. What do you think? Would you pay $89? 
and it, these guys add forty dollars, so maybe one hundred twenty dollars to be in an area where you could get a foul ball or a home run. Would you do it? I would. What about if your cardboard cutout made it on TV? I don't know. I, I just think it would be really cool. Uh, so far, two teams have done something like this. I can just see it growing, so I can see the Astros doing it as well. So I know the minor leagues have been canceled, but they do have the Texas Collegiate League, and they have a team in Round Rock, and they have a team in San Antonio, and I, the six other teams I'm unfamiliar with, I just can't think of them off the top of my head, but this is something to think about. They are allowing fans in at 25% capacity. So I looked, I did a little research and I looked on the website where you buy the tickets and, I, and you can see the seat map and you can see the distancing, the social distancing that they've done. And the seats are grouped, I think I saw a couple that are bigger, but the seats are grouped in sets of four. And so anytime you're in the ballpark, walking in, getting to your seat, concession stand, bathroom, wherever, you have to be wearing a mask. And the only time you don't have to wear your mask is when you're in your seats. And I believe, and I'm not 100% about this, that I, I believe they have some kind of plexiglass or some kind of of border around your four seats. And it's got to be true. It's got to be something like that for them to say you can take your mask off. So my question to all of you is, would you do that? Now, I live in San Antonio. I have a team right down the street. The San Antonio Missions, but I don't know what they're called. I think they're the Chanclas. I think that's the name they're using for this Texas Collegiate League. And I thought about it. I thought about it enough to look at the schedule to see when they play. And I don't know. It sounds like they're taking every precaution. I mean, I have to go to work. I go to work all day, but I never take... I only take my mask off when I'm eating. But I also have like a wall around me. In front of me and to the right and behind me. But there's nobody to my left. So maybe they have walls up. That's something I need to check out. And you are outside. But I'm just thinking. I don't know if I would do it. But the Texas Collegiate League, if you're around anywhere that they have it, they are allowing fans in. And you can see the seat map. You can see what's available. But the question is, would you do it? I know one thing. I don't know... I mean, everybody thinks more highly of themselves than everyone else, or they, they see themselves as stronger and in better shape than they are. But I think if I got a mild case of COVID, I think I could probably fight it off. But I can't afford to bring that home. I can't afford to bring it home. And that is probably the deciding factor. But it seems safe. But think about it. Would you go? So if you look at the let's let's look at the rosters. 
you know, going going into spring training, there's not a lot to talk about, and I've probably already talked about this before, but you have position battles. I mean, our roster's pretty much set. I mean, if I'm not going to do it now, but if you were sitting here talking to me, I could probably, without looking, rattle off the 30 guys that are going to be on the team. And if you didn't know this, this is something that I just learned a week ago, is that in two weeks after the season starts, it's going to go to 28, and two weeks after that, it's going to go to 26. So it's not, I thought it was going to be 30 the whole year. I didn't know that. So the only thing to look at, and we already know this, is the number five pitcher, because we got Verlander, Greenkey, Lance McCullers Jr., and Arkady seems like he's a shoe-in for the fourth spot. But the fifth spot, is it going to be Josh James, Austin Pruitt, Framber Valdez, possibly Brian Abreu? If I had to guess, I would say Josh James. It just all depends. I mean, if you look at, if you look at Framber Valdez, if he could be more consistent, he would be a good choice. And the reason I say that is because Josh James is pretty good coming out of the bullpen, but he's also pretty good starting. But I'm just going to say, if I had to pick today, if I had to predict, I would say Josh James, but it's unsettled. They've got three weeks to settle that. And another thing to look at is Josh Reddick and Kyle Tucker in right field. Kyle Tucker already burned his... uh, I was going to say freshman, but he burned his rookie season already. He's no longer a rookie. They won't trade him. Josh Reddick makes about $13 million, so look at the position they're in. They're not going to trade either one of them. One of them they're not going to trade because of his potential. The other one, he may be overpaid. So they're still going to have both of them, but they both need to play. And one thing, this is one thing I point out, is that Reddick, and this is, I don't know why the number 249 is in my head, but he was hitting around 249. September, we called up Kyle Tucker, and he started playing better. So will Kyle Tucker being there make Josh Reddick better? So it can only help us. Because Josh Reddick and the catcher is normally the two weaker spots in the lineup. So is there a question about catcher? Maldonado is supposed to be the starter. He'll probably start 50 out of the 60 games. I don't know. But it depends on how Garno does. What if he does good? He could take the job away because Maldonado's a defensive guy, not an offensive guy. And another question is, what about Jordan Alvarez? What about his knees? That guy has knee issues and he's young. That is not good. Is he going to be healthy? I haven't heard anything about how Jordan Alvarez feels. I haven't heard anything about it. So your question marks, you have Lance McCullers. He was supposed to be on a pitch count. That's taken away. But is he going to be as good as he was? 2017, he was an all-star. He was awesome. Zach Greinke and Verlander, are they going to be able to get ready in three weeks? I think so. They've been around so long. I'm sure they're going to be ready. Can Urquidy match that game, uh, wasn't game seven, but the seven inning 
no run scored World Series game? Can he can he do that again? I don't know. But I think we're going to be in good shape. If you look at all the power ratings or the power rankings, the Astros are number three behind the Dodgers and the Yankees. So I think we're in good shape. We got good pitching. We got great offense. But we need Jordan Alvarez. But if he isn't able to go, you got Kyle Tucker and some other guys. Uh, No Jake Marisnik this year, folks. It's going to be weird. No Jake. No Jake Day. No Cupid Shuffle. None of that stuff. But anyway, folks, that's all I have for you today. I do appreciate all of you tuning in. I appreciate all of you giving five-star reviews and subscribing to the podcast and all of that. I hope you enjoy your four-day weekend. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.